2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The The Big big Ones. ones. Each week, we discuss new questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices.
1: The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you you see? see? Maria (laughs) Blasuxy. Um, now, how are you faring? I know, I know you've been on a, a Twitter and an Instagram tear about coronavirus, well, sure but I have people... not touched base with you, mono y mano.
2: Well, I think people were taking it a little too lightly sure. for a little bit of time. Yeah. And people were out and about doing stuff. And, you know, I have parents, I have a 90 something year old grandmother right. I know people who are compromised um, immune system wise, S- sit your ass down and watch and watch some TV. Like it's not that big of a deal and just do it. And so I'm, I was just trying to be a voice of, because, you know, you don't think it. you, you want to be the person that's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It'll be fine. But then like, once you start seeing people being like, no, actually I'm staying in too. Yes. It might make you do that but I was just there was just too many people that were still out and about and then I had to to go on Facebook because then you know I learned I learned about some people that were doing were going out and I was like I I need to get this I need to spread the word
1: and I feel like now everyone's taking it seriously though don't you think like after they close the restaurants I mean this is just crazy I this obviously has not happened in our lifetime I
2: don't know well, it hasn't happened since the alarmist, the alarmist Spanish flu. Didn't you guys? do? Uh, we
1: haven't flu? done the Spanish flu yet, but it's come up. We should we need to do it.
2: Um, but yeah, people have thanked me. They've said thank you for saying that, because a lot of people don't aren't listening to anybody. And there's people that literally are like, well, I don't understand. Isn't it just a cold or a flu? It's like, what are you guys? What planet are you on?
1: so what have you been what have you been doing do you have enough food stocked up are you guys still ordering i mean here this is uh, there's a series of coronavirus related little big ones that we oh we should also mention uh, there's no guests today and we're recording remotely
2: (laughs) (laughs) sorry they've they've figured that out
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, there's been like a slew of little moral dilemmas i've experienced even in the last 24 hours as far as like Mm -hmm. how much food do you buy do you Mm -hmm. order postmates still um do you brave the grocery store i do i mean all these little every second is a little moral dilemma i
2: know i know well yes we have food i went shopping last week i think i went last third on thursday Mm -hmm. and then i went shopping the day before trump said something i went the day of that they closed down the nba or whatever okay and so when i went there was like no one out and there was tons of water and like there was just like no no big deal the next day which was i think friday is when the people started to get wise to the fact that this might be something to mm. take take into consideration. And that's when Craig went to the grocery store. So we have two days of grocery shopping from both of us to last us. And you think you're set for like, are, are you ordering delivery at all? No, no. Okay, Because that's the thing. It, I've been ordering some stuff from Amazon, but like I feel bad for like the people at, like delivering Postmates and stuff.
1: I know. I know. they're subjecting
2: themselves to, but then again, it's like they're, I don't know. You just, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, it would be super scary if delivery shut down because then there'd be some people who'd run out of food. So in a way, I mean, all the jobs that are needed right now are still happening. And I guess Postmates and Grubhub are necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, we went... So we went to the... I, I think I also went to the grocery store last Thursday and I stocked up, but then... Matt started getting nervous, and we both sort of looked at the food we had, and we were like, God, if we have to be in here for two weeks, it's probably not enough. So we woke up early this morning and hit Bristol Farms, but we wore gloves.
2: (laughs) We were the the
1: only people in there with gloves.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, no. Anyone that I know that is in my circle of friends is out there wearing gloves and masks or one or the other.
1: Yeah. And so anyway, we we stocked up. We filled the cart, which I never do at the grocery store. There was no toilet. What paper. Did you get? um we just got a lot of non perishables like nuts and a bunch of lacroix, and I got some um I got some like kale and charred like greens that won't go bad right away
2: mm-hmm. sweet
1: potatoes, oranges, some uh green bananas that hopefully will ripen up bread. you get canned food i got they were out of canned food, so but I got the the last of like the dried quinoa and some. Um, like canned olives they had
2: wow yeah that's a nice Mediterranean feast I
1: know I know so you know and then we got some just some cheese like some parmesan and a couple of onions and I have some frozen chicken so I think we'll be okay now I'm gonna try not to order delivery I could see us maybe one night um, just really wanting like Mexican food or something and doing it but
2: unless I mean the, San Francisco just shut down completely did they so... even shut
1: down not delivery though
2: everything they i think that lockdown
1: i no. i think they said that restaurants will still be de- being be delivered i look at that i looked at the article is you said
2: lo- is that what lockdown me- is it just means people aren't like going yeah there's lem- been no change in the traffic outside of my apartment oh seriously like, people, yeah people do not care <laughs> where are they going
1: I, you know what made me sick i had a commercial audition today i didn't go
2: that's crazy
1: but I was like, I, at first, I was like, "Well, maybe I should go because I'll probably get it because no. no one else will be there." But I re- I then I was like, "No way, I'm canceling."
2: Yeah, no, everyone's gone. nuts, people because they can't comprehend it. Yeah, it's like it's and but the thing is, and what turned me from being like, "Oh, it's nothing," is when it's it's a domino effect of what's going on, and you see country after country following suit of of how it's affecting them and then you see us like a couple dominoes down the line and then you go well wait a minute (laughs) like (laughs) you like people people, like so many people are dying and also like people can't leave their house in italy and also like 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 400 people died in one day in italy yesterday yeah so maybe we should just like stay inside and be prepared and not just be going just out
1: yeah i know um yeah so i just checked in san francisco apparently restaurants can remain open but only for takeout and delivery which is how it is in la right now
2: Mm. all right
1: but they closed i've been having a moral dilemma for the last week which is do i go to yoga class and i haven't i know but now it's the made for me because the gym closed down
2: yeah I, I'm I'm I I did a dance class today on my computer, and by <laughs> dance class, I just mean I did a few dances. <laughs> well, that's nice. And then I'm gonna do some yoga later. I've made a schedule for myself for every day.
1: You did okay. So what's on your schedule?
2: Well, I made it really pretty um, with markers and stuff. But I um, woke up today. We recorded web crawlers for two hours. Mm-hmm. Well, I set aside two hours for that. I set aside some time to make some bread, which I was doing right before this. Nice. My dance, my dancing. I set aside an hour for that. Um, um And then after this, I set aside time to do yoga.
1: Well, very nice. That's a great day. Yeah. Yeah. So the,
2: I guess we're lucky that podcasting
1: can sort of carry on. I was just um, Skyping with Chris and Rebecca from the Alarmist podcast, and we're going to continue with some episodes, but try to make them a little bit less serious so um, well one we have coming up next Tuesday we're going to talk about who's to blame for there being no toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) that's good and then uh, for the Tuesday after that we're going to talk about who's to blame for this season this uh, last season of Game of Thrones
2: oh that's so good Yeah. because I didn't watch it but people really didn't like it
1: yeah people were upset
2: so, how's your family doing? Is your, are they, bo- are they being boomers they're, and not caring? Well, they're being bad boomers. I mean, they're taking it
1: seriously to an extent like they both have underlying health conditions. So, um, they're not going out, but my mom, you know, she still works. So, she, like today, I w- had to call her and yell at her to not go into the office, but I don't know if she ended up going or not. There's only so much you can do. But, um, my dad, for the most part, staying in, um, but yeah, I, I had to kind of like, they're, they're not, they're taking it seriously, but I don't think they're quite, I think it's when it's you, you're not as scared, but when you're thinking about your parents, it's really scary. So I just If kind it of, was
2: me, I'd be scared as hell.
1: I know. Well, I got a, a, call, a text from my cousin this morning um, who is, works in healthcare and she's mm-hmm. also in the military. And mm-hmm. she was just saying, you know, keep your parents inside because I just got word that they, people are saying it's, you know, my inside circle saying this is going about to get bad. Yeah. And so I kind of called my parents and had to yell at them.
2: My it's crazy. Like I should find when my brother first texted me and my dad because he this was months ago. My brother was so on top of this that. he sounded crazy when he was talking about it but he was like hold on let me like my my dad and i were like okay all right all right um but this was feb february like february like beginning of february my brother was literally like this is um Are you guys seeing what's going on in China? And we were like, yeah, he was like, okay, you need to start stocking up now. Like he was doing he was like saying like, you need you. He was started sending like care packages to my parents and my grandma, like in February.
0: And we thought he was
2: because we thought he was being nuts. I don't know how my brother does it, but he's always right about this. Oh, what were the care? What were in the care packages? Toilet paper, a bunch of canned foods. Yeah, he he was like he he just knew and he was like, this is going to get bad. And he was like, you need you need to prepare. And we left it off for like a couple weeks. And it wasn't like a week ago that it was finally like, "Okay, do you see?
1: So are both your parents taking it really seriously?
2: Yeah. Yeah, because my, bro- my brother's, like, not letting up.
1: <laughs> I know. I think I need to call my parents again tonight. They were, like, trying to push me off the phone. They were. They were my mom basically hung up on me twice now.
2: <laughs> You're the coronavirus. I know. But if anything's going to kill me, it's Amanda.
1: She goes, okay, okay, Amanda, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's crazy. I know. I know. Crazy. I just think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Amanda, can you imagine if we have to be on like a forty-five day (laughs) lockdown? No. I mean, listen. It's not to.
1: For me personally, I spend a lot of time working from home anyway, so it's it would be insane. But it's not like for me, it's not going to be that different. Whereas for people who have nine to five jobs they're used to going to but no I mean this is truly insane I don't know how anyone is handling it (laughs) I can't believe it like you literally can't be around anyone
2: I know and uh, and they said today no more that you can't remember they said it was 50 people now it's 10 they were like (sighs) you can't be around more than 10 people well we're lucky
1: that we have people we live with so if we need to talk and pets
2: that's that's another thing. But you know what? Billie Eilish was saying on her Instagram. She was like, "You know what you could do? You could foster a dog during this time." Huh. <laughs> I, I, know, I knew. I that don't I was know. Screaming into the void when Ariana Grande and Billie Eilish both agreed with my <laughs> with my yelling at people to stay inside. Yeah, I
1: I don't know about the fostering a dog. There's some steps you need to go out to get the dog, and I think yeah, you have to have guess, a home I visit. I wouldn't. I mean, no, if you right. find, well,
2: she, I guess she has certain she has circumstances where they just trust her because she's you know a pop star.
1: Yeah, I, if you find a, any sort of dog or animal on the street, you want to invite it into your. <laughs> <house>. <laughs> oh man, and it's so wild too that it's raining here in LA. So that just adds to this weird doomsday feeling
2: but you know what i think it's helping think of when it's just sunny just sunny
1: mm.
2: and then like you're just sitting inside going like this is weird that i that i can't really just go out i mean you could go out on a walk for now <laughs> <laughs> hi it's not good it's not good Who ha-, ha have we gotten any emails yeah, we've gotten some. So I think, you know, I don't know, maybe this one, this one, I mean, this one, maybe our Patreons, maybe, maybe we allow the public to listen during this trying time.
1: Ooh, interesting. I mean, because you think it's wrong to sort of demand money from people right now and everyone's taking pay breaks. Hmm. Well. <laughs> now that's a big one.
2: <laughs> hmm okay guys you're in luck what you think is best we'll skip
1: the ask for this week but you know how we feel
2: yes oh that's good that's good but they should still write and review because they've got time on their hands
1: absolutely and that would be something fun for us to read while we're in isolation
2: oh yes yes it would okay let me open this thing okay yes we've got some big ones so yeah, you guys, I hope everyone out there is staying inside unless you are a medical professional or you work in a small, small, you can be six feet away from someone else or you're working in retail and grocery stores. I can't believe that. I can't believe I couldn't do it.
1: No, that, that's, grocery- I know. It's got to be so stressful right now. Uh, but yeah, so everyone stay safe out there. We'll be probably doing episodes like this that are a little bit more Corona. Just Maria and I chatting. No guest.
2: Well, maybe, maybe we could get a guest on the horn. Oh, yeah.
1: Maybe the web crawler girls would want to do it or we could have Rebecca because they're all set up with their mics.
2: Yes. Uh, okay. So... Oh, and actually, it might
1: be fun since we are just doing Skyping it. Maybe we'll If someone, one of you listeners wants to come on for a little segment, we could do that too.
2: Mm -hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. You guys, if you want to be on a segment, just email us at the big ones podcast at com and say, I want to be on a segment. Damn it. Yeah. And then we'll hear you. Okay. This is from. Give me a second. This is from a while ago. But we're gonna. I'm gonna try it out. Dear the big ones, when I listen to you talk about the importance of family as if it was universal, I understand it conceptually, but it is very far from my experience. Experience, which prompts the listener, big one. As a kid, my parents took care of my material needs—a roof over my head, food, shoes, etc. But deeper needs like unconditional love, emotional support, and safety were not met. At 18, I left home for college. My parents paid me a modest allowance while studying, which I supplemented with a part-time job. Shortly after leaving my parents' home, I came out. They cut off my allowances and asked me to break up with my girlfriend in order to save my soul. I was completely devastated, and I think they were too. I dropped out of college for a year to work a few jobs to piece together enough to live on. My parents and I didn't speak... For four years and only reconnected, incidentally, because of other family members, I I was with a girlfriend for 15 years and my parents never met her, spoke her name maybe three times ever. Once we reconnected, when I was in my early 20s, our correspondence was infrequent, shallow and impersonal, and we never addressed our catastrophic split. A good example is a birthday email or a group email while they were traveling. With time and therapy, I learned how to love myself, build a a found family who are everything to me and accepted my parents' invitations. After 10 years, I came to a place of empathy for my parents. My mom in particular had a really rough life and I know she was doing the best she could when she raised me. For the last four years, my parents and I have been trying to figure out how to reconnect meaningfully there is a desire on both sides but we're at an impasse my mom strongly objects to my sexuality on religious grounds which cannot be shaken although, although i respect her faith i am an atheist i now understand love to be a desire to see and respect the whole person i am at a point where i am uninterested in comp compartmentalizing myself, or denying parts of myself for the comfort of others, especially those to whom I don't believe I owe anything. Which one of us should budge? And if neither of us budge, can we really have a meaningful relationship where we each see and respect the whole person of the other? I love what you do. Best Anonymous.
0: Hmm.
2: Wow.
1: Well, I'm sorry that your family has not been accepting of you and your life that sucks yes it does (laughs) i mean i think they sound like dicks (laughs) i'm sorry i just don't buy this like religion it's my religion so we should respect how they feel right if your religion is causing you to not speak to one of your children or your only child, I don't know, then it's, it's a problem and you're a dum dumb.
2: Right. But can they be, can they have a relationship past that?
1: Well, this idea that love means loving the whole person. I also don't really buy.
2: Yeah. Cause some people like have annoying traits. Yeah. And I think
1: Parents, your family is important. Now, family can also mean your chosen family, like your friends and partners and all that. So if you want to have a relationship with your family, I mean, I just don't see a way where you you guys, it might just be that it's never a, a fully, fully open and understanding relationship. Maybe best case scenario is that you guys can get along and have moments where you connect. Um. But as long as they're not accepting of who you are, it's going to be really hard to have a super intimate connection, although maybe they'll come around sometime. But that doesn't mean you can't have any connection. I think anything is probably makes you feel better than none.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, there's some things that people never agree on whatsoever. And if you just I know this is an age old saying, but agree to disagree and then you can just like know that they'll never be able to give you their whole self, that whole, that whole part of their love, then you take what you can get. But if that's like not, I mean, that's, I mean, as long as that's know. what you want,
1: you know, yeah. if, if that if it makes you feel good, and you think it's enhancing your life, then there's nothing wrong with having sort of a, a guarded relationship with these people. If it's too stressful for you because you're kind of an all or nothing person, well, I just don't know that they're ever going to come around. Although people do.
2: They do. People do. Maybe. I mean, yeah, this was and this was a couple years ago that she wrote this. Maria. (laughs) Well, we. (laughs) So maybe they came around by now. Well, would you update us, please? Yes, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are there any more recent? Well, yeah, but now I want to go to the 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 furthest. Let's see. Hi, Amanda and underscore. This is from two years ago. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the podcast, and you both—you're delightful. Here's my little big one. I recently went through a. Bit of a medical scare. Everything turned out to be fine. Pew. And while I felt like I could use support of friends and family, I didn't tell them about it because I didn't want them to worry unnecessarily in between the onset of worry and final results. Mm. Was this the right thing to do? Should I have confided in anyone to alleviate my own worry but heighten theirs? What's this line between being selfish and, well, dumb? Thanks and big hugs to you both go shrimps oh this is
1: an interesting dilemma i don't think there is a wrong choice and i don't think anything you choose is selfish it's not selfish to share what you're going through with friends and family i mean your friends and family are always going to be worried about you
2: yeah but also like but it's up to you i mean if it's more stressful to have to because once you tell someone something then it's like you have to update them yeah do you know what i mean because then they'll be going well how are you doing how are you so maybe if you're like yeah, I don't know. It's what's most comfortable to you. It's not wrong not to tell them. No. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. It's not wrong at all. It's 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 just what you're comfortable with. Some people like the attention.
1: Yeah, or they they it makes them feel comforted to know that people are thinking about them, and they yeah. like to be followed up with. I think I'm maybe more of a private person when it comes to that yeah. stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. I've never had a real crazy scare.
2: Yeah. Well, that Halloween.
1: (laughs) And then I tell everyone. (laughs) I do love being scared. I just not when it's a health scare.
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited
0: more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Um, sorry. Some people keep saying I can't. There's people that are sending me things and I can't not look at them when they send them to me and this is becoming a problem
1: Who, what, um, what do you mean are you like texting
2: no I'm on my computer so things are just popping up I'm not texting any I haven't said well, a no I'm word. on my computer
1: too and I keep getting these little texts that are coming and I don't know how to turn it off
2: yeah that's like what that's like what's happening to me um, no, I don't think it's wrong not to tell people you do what's best for you. And it's not. And e- if you do tell them that's not wrong either, because we're. it's not about worrying someone. It's just about having them be there for you.
1: Exactly.
2: It's like the song, Amanda. Don't worry. Be, be happy. For you when the rain starts to fall. And that one, too. <laughs> Oh, wow. But, I mean, (laughs) I just saw something here. What? It's a headline, and it says, Egg McMuffin Rat is the newest fast food rodent to star in the New York subway. And it's (laughs) a little rat carrying a full Egg McMuffin. Let me look. This is why it's hard Um, to do these
1: on the um, computer, because we have get too distracted let me look at this egg mcmuffin rat it
2: says just like that a star was born (laughs) he's carrying it down the stairs the whole thing
1: oh no i saw one here this is egg mcmuffin rat is working hard for its breakfast
2: (laughs) say that again wow see we're all doing our best
1: yeah (laughs) he's taking advantage he's looting
2: Yes, but someone left that for him. Do you think he stole that out of someone's hands like a like Aladdin?
1: No, I think he took it off a plate.
2: <laughs> a plate? A McDonald's plate? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no, because no one's dining in these days.
2: Mm-mm. Well, I don't know when that was from. That could have been from years ago.
1: Sorry about these dings. I don't know how to get these dings to go away. There's no dings. You're not hearing a
2: ding? No. Hmm. Wow, look at this guy. I know. He's got his egg McMuffin. He's ready to go. I can't blame him. Good for him. Okay, okay. any other emails? I mean, we found a lot of emails. Wow. Um, do you want to read one? Sure, you I'll just send, e- email it to me. Okay, I'm going to forward it to you right now.
1: Friend versus Bob. Wow, these dingers keep going off. What is happening? Hold on, let me just shut this off. Okay, hi, Maria and Amanda. I'm hoping you two can help me out with a friend versus significant other dilemma I've been facing for almost two years. My best friend from college, I'll call her Leah, and I were instant friends the second we met nine years ago. She lives about eight hours away, so we see each other rarely, maybe twice a year at most. We make each other laugh like no other when we're together, and we've been there for each other through a lot of life changes in the years we've been friends. Recently, though, she's made some really questionable life choices. She cheated on her long-term boyfriend with her superior at work, a married father of two children under the age of three got caught in the act by her now ex-boyfriend, and still continues to take part in this affair while also having relations with one or two other guys from the same job. Obviously, I've told her I think what she's doing is wrong on many levels, but she ignores my advice and just avoids broaching the subject with me if I ever share my honest opinion. She also tends to binge drink and sometimes partake in recreational drug use, leading to other messy situations. My boyfriend, I'll call him Mike, hates Leah. He gets enraged if he even sees her name pop up on my phone. She visited me a few months ago and he left for the weekend and essentially refused to speak to her for the few minutes they overlapped at our house. Mike thinks she's disgusting and doesn't understand how I can be friends with her. We argue about Leah all the time because he's convinced she'll have some kind of negative influence on me in one way or another. On one hand, I get frustrated because I think he needs to trust me regardless of who I choose to associate with. But on the other, I'd probably be really uncomfortable if he had a friend who made similar choices to Leah's. I also don't know that I have all that much in common with Leah anymore at this stage of my life, but I never imagined she and I would be would part ways. So do I hold on to a friendship with someone I still have fun with and have a ton of history with, but whose moral compass isn't exactly up to par and continue to defend it to Mike? Or do I face the fact that not all friendships are meant to last forever and sever ties? Thanks for your help and love you guys. P.S. Keep my name out of it. <laughs> in case she ever took my advice and started listening to the pod
2: that's nice oh my Um, god i can't hear you oh my god can you hear me now i
1: turned you down
2: oh my god but now i hear you how scary okay
1: so we have my oh god damn it i can't get these how do i get the text to go stop alerting on my phone well what are they saying who's talking this is pencil strips thread. Oh. Okay. Anyway, um this is a tricky situation. I mean, I've I that's tough because you know what? Mike isn't making it any better for you. Mm-mm, He's no. obvi- he obviously is being protective. That's a good instinct, but at the same time, he doesn't get to dictate who you're friends with, and also him being so judgmental of Leah is just stressing you out. So this is like, not even helping the situation. I, I, I really don't like when people do that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know, it, it, you know, if he's seeing a change in you when you hang out with her, and he's like, Whoa, when you hang out with Leah, you really turn into a piece of work. Um, but if it's just that, like, But some people really rub people the wrong way. And then it's like, well, what do you do then? You just bite your tongue?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're already doing the right thing by not trying to force them to be around each other. You know, they can be ships passing in the night, it sounds like, which I think is smart. But I think what Mm -hmm. you need to do is just put a little pause on the situation and try and sort out your feelings. Like when you're aside from all the craziness in Leah's life, when you two are together, do you feel good? Do you feel good and positive after hanging out with her? Or do you feel like she's a emotional vampire who's to- <laughs> who's toxic and you feel depleted after you hang out with her?
2: Yeah, that's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. You don't, don't hang out onto things. If, if if you don't need to hang on to them, and I'm trying to think of a metaphor, um, but I, I can't because of the coronavirus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I think let's see. I wonder how often you you see Leah. Doesn't she work
2: with her? No. Sorry, she lives about eight hours away. And we see each other rarely, maybe twice a year at most. Okay, well, then big deal. I mean, it will kind of this relationship
1: is going to run its natural course anyway. If if you're meant to stay in contact, you organically will. If you guys keep going further and further apart, then that's just what's going to happen.
2: But I will say this. She says that they make each other laugh like no other. And so like that's something that, that that, you know, it's hard to find someone that makes you laugh that much
1: yeah and so and it sounds like leah's something's up with her you know she's making bad life choices maybe she's depressed maybe it's a phase or maybe her life will continue to spiral um and you just have to decide what part you want in that and then you just have to say to mike listen i get it you hate leah but good thing for you you never have to hang out with her
2: you be you be her i'll be mike okay okay where are you going Oh, I'm
1: just going out to g- grab um a glass of wine with Leah. With Leah? Yeah, she's in town. Are you serious? She's in town on work, I know. What is she doing? Banging some,
2: some guy? Being in some guy? Banging. Oh. Banging. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know, honey. Probably, <laughs> probably. Yeah, she's crazy. Well, what are you
2: going to do? Are you going to bang a guy too? No, is you she... know. Why are you even saying that, Mike? Well, because... Um, uh, Jess you know she's a bad influence on you and I think you know she's she's bad news she's a bad news bear yeah I totally get you don't like
1: her I, I'm i struggling with this as well because she's obviously making some weird choices right now but I'm gonna go see her and I'm gonna hang out with her and just see how it goes
2: you know she hurts everyone around her you know everyone around it's like she's like a she, she she's like a virus everything around her falls. She
1: hasn't ever done anything to me or to you directly yet.
2: Yet. Setting yourself up, Jess.
1: Mike, I hear you. I appreciate that you're concerned, but I have to make my own decision about you this. You
2: think I'm an idiot? You think I'm an idiot? <laughs> Ew, don't ditch you ditch Mike. Mike is horrible. You think I'm some sort of idiot? Huh. Well, I don't like your best friend Tom. Tom, Tom's a saint. No, you don't he's talk not. about Tom. He does stupid you know, jokes. Tom, you know what, what Tom's been through? Yeah. His mother. We, his, we, his mother got in a car wreck 5 years ago.
1: We all know. He, it's all he talks about. That and the jokes.
2: Oh, oh, it's all he talks about? God, you're heartless.
1: But I would you never tell you to stop hanging out with Tom even though I you can't even look at him. you Tom? No, I would never Say tell it. you that.
2: Say it to my face.
1: You know what, Mike, this isn't going to work.
2: so and that's how that might go but that's in the you know that's all part of it you have to be prepared
1: and there's also so that this happens sometimes to me where someone say your partner or your friend has a strong opinion or a strong feeling on something If you're sort of a sensitive person, it's really easy to let that person's feeling affect you and stress Mm -hmm. you out and make you so anxious. But you aren't doing anything wrong by continuing to explore this friendship. Mike can have his own feelings about it, but you don't have to take on his feelings. And it might be helpful for you to distance yourself from his hatred toward Leah just this particular situation and just accept like he feels that way. That's okay. I don't have to change how he feels about Leah. That can just be what it is. And I can continue to um, figure it out for myself. Smart. Yeah. So good luck. Let
2: us know. Let us know what happens.
1: But Leah does sound like a mess. And I I mean, there's a good chance that you probably don't want to hang out with her.
2: Yeah, but it's only twice a year or whatever. Yeah, I know. I just sent you another one.
1: Okay, dear um, Mamanda, I've been listening since mid-December and have been listening to all the episodes. You two are so funny and I love when you share your heartfelt opinions on all of the ones. I was first introduced to you via Spontanea Nation and Drunk History and now through your podcast. I feel like I'm getting to know your personalities and really appreciate the humor, your humor and takes on life. Amanda, I just saw Matt this past weekend at Sketchfest. Okay, so this is from a long time ago. Well, it's from January. And was, is that so wrong? I was holding my breath that you might have been a special guest. When I got back home, I put on my next ep of The Big Ones, which happened to be twinning. It was a full day of laughter. Maybe next year you two can host The Big Ones at Sketchfest. I just joined Patreon today, by the way. Thank so, you. Thank you. So here is my little big one submission. <laughs> I'm 28 years old and have been married for close to five years and love my family's husband dearly. They are a close-knit family and I feel so comfortable and at ease with them. I want to be completely respectful of their privacy, so I'm going to use some very silly made-up names. Let's call my husband Nylon and me Silk. (laughs) <laughs> One of my husband's brothers, let's call him Satin, is single and probably will remain a bachelor for life. He's a great guy, but values his independences and freedom to run off whenever he wants to see concerts or go on a vacation. No strings attached. This
2: was this was this was pre-corona baby this yeah was when the world was at his fingertips <laughs> that's
1: true i totally respect his life choices and always enjoy hearing about his adventures he's always trying new things and really dives head first when taking on new hobbies He's approaching forty years old and is wanting to become a father. He's not interested in starting what many would consider to be a traditional family. He doesn't want to adopt or even be oops. He doesn't want to adopt or even be a big brother to see if this is really something he wants. I'm afraid this is just another new obsession and he may not realize what it really means to be a parent. I should mention that my husband nylon and I have decided to hopefully start our family in three to five years. So here is my dilemma. Satin has approached my husband and me to see if I would be a surrogate for him. I really don't want my first pregnancy to be for someone else, but I also don't want to disappoint my dear brother-in-law. Should I have Satin's child?
2: They trolled us! They got us good. They They got us good. What a what a trickster. What, what a, a little... What a, what tr- a trickster. <laughs> what a little
1: mate. So what was real and what was not? It, none of it was real. He wasn't even
2: at SketchFest. Did you even laugh all day after listening to Twinning? No. He or didn't. was it all he, a lie? It was a lie. All of it. And he didn't join Patreon.
1: I think it's a woman, but wow. It's
2: a, it's a man.
1: Oh, Yes, I think you're right.
2: But who knows? Who knows anymore now that we know that these lies. Well, we told. should have known it was a lie when they were saying
1: they'd be the surrogate but they are a man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe this person, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. This is a this is just a trail of lies. God damn it. I feel oh, so scared. Oh, I got to let the kitty
1: and the kitty's meowing. Hold on. Okay. Oops. Margo, I'm coming. Come on, come on. Come on, here. Kitty, say hi. Hi, say Kitty. Hi, Kitty. Hi, Kitty. Say, hi, Kitty. Hi. say hi, Kitty. Hi. Say something,
2: Marco. Say something. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. And I understand. Do you know, today's Marco, kind of like a blow, and, and today's I, a. Can you hear me? Why
1: won't you say something? She won't talk.
2: Hold on, I know. T- head, I know. Amanda, are you there?
1: Um, yeah. I'm so embarrassed. She wouldn't talk.
2: I know. It's 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 gross. <laughs> but I know today's a low energy, big ones, because, you know, we're all I mean, I'm just looking at the rain and I'm just thinking about the future. Yeah. But I think next week we're going to come out guns blades in
1: yeah we can get a guest on for next week
2: yeah we can and maybe we could even video chat it maybe <gasps> Steve, maybe steve ag would want to do it
1: yes we'll ask steve ag and we can yes have him skype in we'll we'll post the video chat this will be perfect
2: mm-hmm. it'll be perfect and then everything will be solved
1: yeah that'll be if amazing that
2: if we can do that, then there's nothing we can't do. Well, everyone, I I hope that you
1: hang in there and you stay safe during this trying time. And send us lots of your little big ones that you're dealing with during coronavirus because we'll answer them.
2: Yeah. Or if you have an idea of like a fun big ones thing we can put out into the universe during our isolation. Yeah. Mind me open to suggestions. I would too. I was just gonna read this. I was just gonna read this article that that says. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, everybody. Hold on. What What have you been getting up to during the days?
1: Well, uh, not too much. I mean, today, honestly, I was really busy because we, I had to do all the alarmist editing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and then yesterday, just hanging out and watching TV yesterday I had a lot of anxiety. Honestly, yeah. I was just like, you know, everything was happening so fast yesterday that I we, it was just like, and I deleted social media off my phone because um, it was stressing me out. And so I've just been trying to I'm going to try and just like, you know, listen to some audio books, do yoga, read, do my editing, maybe get a little writing done, um, some cooking and, and kind of just... Try to protect my mental health.
2: Yes, it's. I was gonna. I just wanted to see about what Italy looks like. It's silent outside. Italy, France, and Spain adapt to life under lockdown. I'm just trying to see if they're allowed to go outside. Um, you must be like. I can't imagine
1: not being able to take a walk. Like, and if you live in not a crowded area.
2: Um. In Madrid, streets that are normally busing at all hours of the day and night were empty throughout the weekend and into Monday. People are only allowed to leave their homes to go to work, the pharmacy, or a hospital. Wow. After Nelson's school shut down Wednesday, she spent most of her time in her local park with friends, but even that closed Saturday. Almost everyone has a balcony, and that's our only way to get sun. So everyone pops out on their balcony all day long. Wow. Wow. So. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy.
2: <sighs> well. All right, everyone. Well, if you want to email us the, at the big ones pod, at Twitter at the big ones pod this you know what let's make the most of it let's have a big ones party
1: yeah and i think we'll have some of you guys on too wouldn't that be fun
2: yeah that would be something else just like our friend bailey
1: yeah maybe bailey would want to come back on
2: i'm sure she would maybe we'd let you guys host an episode and we're the guests wouldn't
1: that be nice
2: just be all along right,
1: for the ride i'm sure johnny would come back on too
2: oh yeah he'd be good yeah he's probably the one that wrote that trickster email
1: Ugh. the tricksters Ugh. they got us
2: i know they sure did
1: that was they a pretty sure good did. one though that was a good one
2: all right guys well well maria so- ha- hang
1: in there and um good luck with your bread send a picture of the bread
2: I know I'm making bread. I will. I've made this bread once before. It's a no-need bread, (laughs) but you know I need bread. (laughs) Um, But oh my god, Kim Kardashian just posted a video of a lobster on her street, and it says she says, "Just confused how a lobster is walking on my street in Calabasas. What is happening? What?" And it's it's I'm just sending you this lobster. Is it carrying an egg McMuffin? Oh my god, if it was If it was, what a dream What is this lobster doing? It's literally, how did it get there? Okay, this is
1: crazy It must have escaped
2: (laughs) Unless that's what the coronavirus does (gasps) It turns people into lobsters? Yes Yes That's Kanye. Oh, no. Same same crab hands. Same lobster claws. Here, let me see if I can get Kitty
1: to say hi to everyone. Here, Kitty.
2: Kitty. Did you hear that? (laughs) I sure did. I sure did. (laughs) Worth
1: it. Kitty.
2: She does not like
1: when I put the mic up to her face.
2: A worker at South Coast Plaza tested positive.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: And that's, that's your old stomping ground. It
1: really is. Oh, you know what I just realized? I can, um, while I'm podcasting on Skype, I can walk in place and get some exercise.
2: That's, see? There you go. Always thinking. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Well, I'll do this next time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. All, All right. right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to The Big, Big, Big Ones. ones.